Hello and welcome to Hey Paula, help me with my DIY project. I'm Paula Blankenship and I'm a lifelong entrepreneur and the creator of Heirloom Traditions All-in-One Paint. Along with my co-host, Melissa Osborne, I'll be sharing over 40 years of my design experience here with you to help you update and renew your home both inside and out. Thank you for spending your time with us and let's get started on today's topic. Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome to Hey Paula, help me with my DIY project. I'm Paula Blankenship and this is Melissa Osborne. We're gonna help you choose wall color and that's what this episode is all about. If you're struggling choosing the correct wall color, we're gonna throw out some ideas and maybe give you some inspiration on how to pick yours. Of course, if you know anything about our paint products, we just introduced paint and gallons. So we felt like this was the appropriate time to talk about bringing out paint and gallons and uh, maybe Everybody's helping so you with excited. that color helping you with that color selection. Sometimes that's not the easiest thing to do. We have a series of questions here, some left by some of our, our uh, audience members, and we're also going to read a review before we get going here. Let's go ahead and read this one okay. for our $25 gift winner. And Perfect. So one. this one is from DF Marine was the username. And uh, he or she says, Hey, Paula and Melissa, thank you for the informative podcast and for adding another option to hear from you. Absolutely love to listen to podcasts while doing housework like ironing, washing, dishes, laundry, etc. All right, so uh, send Melissa at htpaint.com an email to claim your code so you can get on to All One Paint and get your product. So uh, let's just get started. Go with okay. the questions. All right, well, let's just give them the basics. How do we create a color story in our home? Oh, well, I mean, that can come from a whole different lot of sources, but let's just take it from maybe someone. I have to give you a scenario here. Uh, let's act like this person has lived in this house for 30 years, okay? And uh, rather than a new home, because that's kind of easy. That means you got everything new and fresh and all that. So you're building current things. But maybe somebody's got an older home okay. and they are trying to figure out what do I do to update this place? I got a lot of dark colors on the walls or dowdy colors on the walls, what have you. Uh, I would say the best place to start, of course, the walls are the biggest thing in the whole house. You know, the wall color is going to determine the mood of your home immediately. The lighting, of course, is going to be reflecting those wall colors. If you have sad lighting, I always suggest updating your light bulbs, updating the temperature of those bulbs. And the next thing would be the wall color, choosing the wall color in that new lighting scenario. In other words, letting that sunshine in, taking those old yellowed ambered halogen or any kind of other bulbs that you have that you're using and putting those beautiful new LED crisp lights in there is going to change the whole feeling of your room. Now choose your wall color in that new lighting scenario. So update scenario. the lights first. I always would update the lights first okay. because that's going to help you then have the true uh, value of the color that you're going to select. You don't want to have the old lights put in a new wall color. It's totally going to change it when you change the light bulbs, believe it or not. It's the cheapest thing to do to update your house. So let's say you have a 30-year-old home. That's the first thing you've done. You've changed the light bulbs. Now, the second thing I'm going to do is look around this house and see the things that I financially can't change or physically can't change. Okay. Maybe I have a sofa that I'm committed to. Maybe I've had it for some time, paid a lot of money for it, and can't get rid of it. Just can't right now. Financially can't. Can't get one if I wanted one right now. <laughs> if, if, if you did, maybe a year from now you might get it. So let's just say I have to keep the sofa, all right? And you have some good bones in this room. You have some good pieces of furniture. And that's one piece you can't get rid of. Now, you maybe have granite countertops and maybe you have a wood floor. Those are the things that you have to look at to start to consider this color scheme. Things that are fixed already in this scenario. Take the fabric from your sofa take this color palette from your uh, granite 
and uh, maybe your wood floor. Those are three things. Now, maybe all of those are in warm tones. Maybe you have some a golden oak floor. Maybe you have a sofa that was creams and golds and maybe in that Tuscany feel or something, but still neutral. And then you have a granite that's creams and little gold flecks and those kind of things. I would suggest one thing to every single person listening to this is there is an app that I would highly suggest each and every one of you get, especially if you're trying to coordinate colors and trying to see things together in your room. Every one of us carries a phone around with us. We all have a camera. Uh, take a photo, lay your fabric, your cushion of your chair in the natural sunlight, lay it down, take a photo of it, take a photo of your floor in that same lighting in the daylight. Don't do this at night, doesn't work at night then take a photo of your granite where you see it in the natural sun. Now, go to uh, your phone and to your uh, app store, download the app called Layout. Now, you can upload those three photos or any other photo and put them all side by side, tile them up, put a white line between them. It's just a little thing you tap, says divide them. Put the little divider so you can see each one of those. Now you'll see the buildings of a color scheme. Now what you want to do is begin to maybe edit that. You want to tone down these golds and you want to bring in some other colors that are going to help you transition away from those old colors. So the first thing you're going to think about is what's your wall color right now. Wall color, maybe it's in those golds too. So now to begin to neutralize this palette, uh, we want to transition the walls away from the gold family. And maybe you're going to go into more a neutral white. Uh, maybe into more of um, a white that is not a gray tone, but a neutral tone. Much like, like our color bone. Colosseum or bone, one of those two colors. Colosseum is going to have a tinge of a gray undertone. Almond is another one that is a great intermediate color. Perfect for that to still stay warm enough, but not so warm that it's going to still feel in that uh, yellowed Yellow. shade. Exactly. So the new bulbs, now this new beautiful wall color in almond, bone, or even Coliseum, if you want to get it a little cooler, perfect backdrop to start to neutralize those gold tones. Um, now, you're going to then have a pretty blank palette, and the things that are left that you can do is put throw pills down, rugs, area rugs, now to start bringing in additional colors, whatever those are, because you've neutralized this room. If this sofa was not wild patterned or gold floral or something right. like that, now you've started to already build a neutral backdrop for anything you want to sit in this room. Draperies are another thing. If you have big vertical panels of draperies hanging up in your room and they are patterned or heavy colors and those things, I say take them down as much as you paid for them at some point you have to you have to give up the ghost and toss the drapes. You might be able to sell them on eBay. Maybe. Maybe Somebody might want them. Maybe, you know, heavy drapes haven't been a thing for a while, but draperies are in. They'll never go away to some degree, but neutral drapes, not heavy patterns. So if you have and you're holding on to those old heavy brocades and those type of things, uh, it's time to remove them and maybe do something lighter and less fussy on the window. Keep those neutral as well. Make sure you don't choose something in the gold family, but get something that will look great in your light new colored wall room. And that's going to help you then have a backdrop for other things for your, uh, maybe your artwork coming in the room that's going to add some color or find a beautiful rug or beautiful 
picture and then pull colors out of that. Find some throw pillows for your sofa and then start adding in soft things into your kitchen, uh, tactile things that will give you a cookie jars or canister sets in colors to bring in that same pop of color that you put into your living room just so it repeats itself in that area. Even if it's a neutral, you know, if you've got white, uh, bring the white in there. You know, you don't have to necessarily put a red canister set in there. In case you're new to us, uh, Paula really likes neutrals. I do. Not everywhere except rugs and art. That's then right. she likes the wildest, brightest, I do. whatever she can find. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's me. That's what I like because I know those can change with my mood. I don't make, but there is an occasion and that's on here too. Yeah. When do you paint a wall black? Well, which when you feel like it. When you have a black <laughs> spirit, when you have a black hole in your heart, you can paint a word black. No, I actually love black walls. And when you want walls to recede in a room, that's number two on our list here. When do you choose these dark colors? You see so many people painting walls with dark uh, colors and most people say, oh, that'll make the room small. It'll make your room feel tiny, tiny. Well, actually it doesn't. It's kind of the opposite of that. It makes the walls almost just disappear and it makes everything sitting in front of it stand forward, stand proud of the wall because now you've got this beautiful backdrop for everything you put in there and it magnifies your artwork. It'll magnify your upholstery, whatever you put in this room. Rather you choose like Polo or Dark Navy or Iron Gate or Beautiful Black. If you saw my little living room or the bedroom that I painted black, everything in those rooms pops. It just brings them to life. It's an amazing thing what it does. It's so much fun to see how a room will transition from going from bland, simple colored walls to putting in something dramatic like that. Um, I, I would say try it if you like a powder I think room. You can have a some of it. You don't necessarily want to paint your whole house black. No, no, no. But a room, a wall. A room. Cho choose them. Mm -hmm. Choose them as drama, popping points in your house. Uh, powder room, great place to do a black, uh, black walls. I did that in a, a house before. Loved that little powder room. It was little. It had white uh, fixtures and did the walls in the black. Had white trim and white crown and base and so on. It was really pretty. Had a white tile floor. And uh, it was such a pretty little room when it was finished, but the black did it. You know, it was sitting, it was and a it didn't white make it room. feel small. Not at all. Never, Not at all. Never made you feel claustrophobic in that room. So <laughs> it's a great, a great one. And our, our Iron Gate paints beautiful. If you want to try a gorgeous black finish on your walls, I did it myself and uh, looked fantastic. I had a, a friend of mine come over and help me paint the bedroom upstairs. And uh, we kind of tuckered out on the end and had, had to have a painter come in and finish that one. But we got, a, we got it on there to where we could see it. It was instant gratification. We did get up one coat. It looked really pretty, but it needed another one. And I just couldn't fire it up to get back up there to do it. But That is sometimes the hardest part. After I already saw it, that was the worst part. When I can see it done, then that's all she wrote for me. I can't get excited to go back. <laughs> <laughs> I could already see the results. Let's right. see, what about, okay, so I think we kind of really answered it, but so every room doesn't need to be the same. Are we trying to keep a, a common color? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Every room doesn't need to be the same, but back to the old rug story. But does every room need to be different though, too? No, it does not. You all look at Zillow like I do. Why do I look at Zillow? I don't know what I like. That's, that's probably why I move so many times. I keep looking at Zillow. <laughs> you can't say all that. I know it. I just enjoy looking around at people's houses, but let me tell you what. She redesigns them when she's looking at them. I do. I look at them and I go, hmm, that's what I would do. Um, that, I mean, I'm right. I'm just saying that's what I would do if it were me. But 
what I find in most people's houses that have had young girls, teenagers, and so on, they have in the upstairs of their house, every door you open is almost like, here's a circus. Here's this one's purple, this one's pink, this one's bright blue, and this one's, is, you know, y'all, everybody, a lot of people have that. Nothing this wrong with that. This might be a Tennessee that. fan, and they might have bright orange yeah, Everybody got room. to pick their wall color. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody moved into the new house, got to pick their wall color. Well, it's hard to sell a house with those colors because even though I realize your teenager lived in that room, when you go to sell that house, it is a good idea to paint over that a neutral color. And here's why. Because you want the new homeowner to be able to visualize themselves living in your new home and they don't have a teenager. Um, and they don't want one and you can't leave yours. <laughs> uh, even if you want to, you can't. Um, so what you need to do is think in those terms, if you're going to sell the house or whatever, let's go back to that mindset. So here is, do all rooms need to be the same color? They do in that situation. I mean, hey, it's your house. You live in it. You want pink and purple rooms. That's okay. But back to the idea of a core house when you walk through it, every room does need to flow to the next room. And if you do have special rooms in the house, like an entry and so on, I, you can definitely denote those with color changes and so on. But they do need to be in the palette of the house. Remember, we talked about rugs. We talked about rugs on our earlier episode. It's kind of the same mindset of a rug. Those rooms need to walk off of all rooms that they are visually connected to. So if you paint the foyer hot pink, you need to have other things in this house as I'm going to reveal, it's gonna be revealed to me as I walk through the house that hot pink is your color and it goes all through this house. So you see what I'm saying? It's not that every room has to be white. It's just whatever this is that you're making in this focal point in this house as I enter in, if it's the foyer, it needs to be relevant through the rest of the house. It doesn't just doesn't need to be a hot pink foyer. Right. So just for the sake of being mm -hmm. and trim is exactly the same. A lot of people get confused on trim, doors, trim, crown, base, all that. It, that is a contiguous thing. It does need to flow room to room. If you want the house to feel classy, if you want it to feel thoughtful, if you want it to feel like it was put together and each of room will flow room to room, the tying together element always is trim and the base and the doors. You don't want doors to change on the back side and the front side different and all that and keep them all the same throughout the house. That's gonna add a lot of continuity to your house, great flow, and it's going to feel more polished and certainly gonna help you if you wanna sell. So if okay. you wanna keep it, I keep it. I, I like to say I won't fix mine up, but like I wanna sell it, but I just wanna live here. Well, you don't stay in the house long enough to- Well, I can't fix it like I'm gonna it. sell it and then I sit, live in it. <laughs> That's how you do it. I don't, you know what? I think this is the craziest thing and people do it and I've done it myself, is fix the house up when I'm getting ready to sell it. Mm -hmm. And I lived in it and I hated it. Right. And then you fix it up and you go, my goodness, I really like this place and I'm selling it. And then you're too tired to do it to your new house when you get there. So yeah. see, yep. I just switched the script around there a little bit and I say, I'm going to fix it up while I live in it. Then when I get ready to sell it, it'll be right and I can sell it. Next <laughs> and you year. don't live in it long enough Next for year. it to wear out. So it's <laughs> she just loves to move. I've like never met anybody. I like to decorate. Yeah. When I get all the walls and all the pictures painted and all that, I'm ready to go. So we got about, what, six months till you're ready to go I'm on this I'm working one? through them fast. <laughs> I'm doing it fast. I got one good room left to go. All right. I think we got one last topic we haven't covered here. Yes. Uh, accent walls. So accent walls are so popular with especially the fancy finishes and the mm -hmm. uh, trim work and stuff that everybody's seen on Pinterest and everywhere right everywhere. now. Accent so how do you feel about accent walls? 
Well, you know, accent walls, uh, I don't know, accent walls take a hard hit sometimes. And I see always this controversy in the design world or accent walls in or out. You know what I say about that? I say you do whatever you want to do. If you want to make an accent wall in your house, there's no judge coming through the door to tell you you did wrong in here. All I can say is I'm sit we're sitting in a room that is uh, and really two walls that are dark and two walls that are not dark on the opposite side. There's not the end flanking walls. They're actually two adjoining uh, walls. Mm -hmm. So two here and then two on the other side that join. And it looks awesome. And you never ever come in here and think about the walls being an accent wall. It just feels very um, much the space. And it really set the tone and the mood for this yeah. room. And if it were all gray, I can't imagine. These are oyster on this wall behind us and across this cathedral on the wall. And you can't see that, but it really anchors it and gives it some depth and it made it look uh, finished because we didn't want to spend a whole lot of money decorating here and we did it with paint. So that's something to think about. Paint is a great value, adds so much warmth and character to your house. If you choose the right color, I say don't go in there and annihilate it with white. Put some thought into it, get your color palette together. I see a lot of people say this as they're moving into a new house, especially uh, if you're buying a track home or you're buying a um, a house that's sitting on the market. Most builders have gone through and painted them a blank sheet of white. Or they, cool gray. They cool, gray. cool gray. Yeah, they went off on the gray. They picked that up lately, but it's either gray or white. And to me, that's no different than a, just a white, moving into a white empty shell. I would have to go through and do something to walls. Wallpaper is a fantastic way to add great accents without paper in the whole house. That's a great accent wall. Paint's a great way to do that. Adding trim, adding wainscoting, uh, all these beautiful beadboard treatments you're seeing and those Both things. Finishes. Great way to do that is to add a lot of look, warmth around your bed, or maybe when you walk into the room, the first wall in front of you, the wall that you would focus on right through the door, that's the wall generally is the focal point of that room. And uh, that's where I would say do something beautiful there. All kinds of murals are out there today that are beautiful too. They've made a big play back into things and uh, they're all with removable wallpaper, which is even greater because one day when you want to take it down, you don't have to worry about re-drywalling that wall. Remember back in the old school days when you put wallpaper up, you just committed to uh, re putting up drywall in your house. It's like an act of God to remove uh, it. It don't come off. Yeah. It don't come off. It takes the drywall right with it. I've took it, I've set and peeled that stuff off in little tiny one inch little slivers, uh, whole walls. My sister's recently just doing that. Uh, very fun. She had a lot of wallpaper in her house. She had a lot of wallpaper and uh, I guess she'll have to be wall, will be wallpapering it again. <laughs> Better read drywall. Now what about accent walls and like, for example, the use of wallpaper? Should we be doing an accent wall in every room or just again very I, no, sporadic? Yeah, just sporadic. I, I don't think you need to do it in every room. Uh, you know, it's kind of like back to the purple and the pink. You know, do you do it everywhere and every room's different and a different scheme and a different theme going on? I'm not much into themes. I'm not a theme decorator. You know, I have a theme room in my house. It's the first one in a long time because of children, but uh, grandchildren. I wouldn't have done it otherwise, but I don't like to get pigeonholed into a theme. Mm -hmm. and. The only theme in this room, in the room I'm doing personally, is just decor. Because right. I, once I throw that out, it wouldn't be a theme. It'll and be you're not neutral. even in a hard theme of decor in any of Not really. No. no you I have don't, a little bit of this and a little I don't bit really of that. Like, I don't like themes because I have to get too tired of that. I don't want stuff with the pictures on it and so on. But um, that's the same way I would feel about wallpaper. Textures. 
stripes, patterns, easy dots, that kind of stuff that you won't tire of, and some sort of a random, you know, contemporary artsy stuff. Really pretty. I love that. Just adding texture to give you something to look at. You know, mm -hmm. it is the art now. All of a sudden, the wallpaper is the art in the room. So, but it also makes your decorating a little more difficult. If you've got a patterned wall, and now you got to think about your bedding. You just limited your choices. You limited all of those things. Mm -hmm. But Put your skin. Like pattern on pattern on pattern That's on right. pattern. If you do, it's got to be very select what you pick out. So I would say load that big L app I told you about, the layout app. It is fantastic. If you found a pattern that you love, throw it up in that app and throw you some colors in there and you can start building the best color scheme. Put your wall colors together, your kitchen colors, all of that together. That app is so handy. It saves it to your photos when you're finished and you'll have it back for reference so you can go back easily and look at and see where you are. You, you can, can go back and swap photos yeah. out. Go back, move them around. You can put 10 in there, you know, not just three. You can put as many as you want to load in there. You can upload <clears throat> and tile them up and move them as large or small as you want and build your uh, scheme right there on your phone. And it's the most handy. You can print it out. You can do all kinds of great stuff with it. Just save it and uh, keep getting better at it. And I promise you, you will love this app. All right, guys. Uh, that was a lot of info in 20 minutes. Well, ooh, hey, it's Tuesday. I had to let it rip here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Friday. I really have it going on. All right, guys. We're going to uh, get out of here. And thank you all so much for listening to us here at Hey Paula, Help Me With My DIY Project. <laughs> thank you all so much. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode brought to you by our very own Painter's Place Community app. Download the app at allinonepaint.com for more DIY inspiration and tutorials. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. You may be our next winner. We'll be tackling another DIY project on next week's episode.